threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Yeah. Scenario time. Yeah, man. I'm I'm stoked. Yeah. Scenarios, these, these have been fun. Don't get turned off by this one. I know. No, I know. Anything about a pandemic We're call makes everybody scream. The COVID scenario. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Everybody yeah. throws up looking at it. I know. No, this it. is like legit yeah, yeah. type of scenario. This one is... that we fear the most. Oh, my gosh. But not one we've experienced. Not at this level. Not this no. level. Yeah. I mean, pieces so, of I think some, yeah, different yeah. places in the country. Um, when I was writing some of my notes. Not our country, but different countries. I was writing some of my notes, and I'm like, oh, just saying this it does. out loud, you're like, ooh. Thinking about, like, yeah. wearing a mask and <laughs> oh stuff. You just want to, like, punch stuff. But you got I mean, you got to talk about it. What do you do, you know? You got to talk about it. Still, still yeah. one of the scariest scenarios for That's sure. That's right, yeah. But I got to tell you about battle box though. Yes. If you're going to go through a pandemic scenario, you're going to want some battle box with you because they're, um, you know, most subscription boxes camp, they're full of samples and junk that you'll never use, but not battle box. It is the monthly subscription box full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts, and casual preppers. Each month, battle box sends you the coolest selection of hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear, all valued at far more than what you'd normally pay. You never know what's in the next box, but here's a sampling of what users received this month. The Dark Energy Poseidon Nano. I used sounds it like recently. A, sounds like a trident Traveling. Or it does. Doesn't it? It's the new dental crown. <laughs> it's, a new dental, it's a new dental tool. Um, oh, you want <laughs> Right. Just to turn it on is going to cost you $200. Yeah, yeah. When you get your credit card, I'll let you use that. Uh, <laughs> Real Steel Sakura Pro Battle Box exclusive. Mm-hmm. Nice little EDC knife. All this badass. Is that the this, blue one? Yeah. I like that knife. It starts at just $34.99 per month. They've shipped over a million boxes, and they won Best Subscription Box of 2020. Our listeners get a free knife when you sign up at BattleBox.com slash Casual Preppers. Get your first BattleBox plus a free knife at BattleBox.com slash Casual Preppers. Listener reviews Don't be a dummy. Now. No, please don't. So, so, let me tell you about this. Hyper aware <laughs> having my hair down. This one was really good. Yeah, it was good stuff. Having grown up listening to Uneasy Rider by Charlie Daniels Band, I was mm-hmm. somewhat aware of the risks involved with having one's hair fall out of their hat. Ugh. I appreciate you both for really hitting that home for me. Mm-hmm. I will always keep a bald cap and makeup wipes with me at all times now. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for covering the obscure to- topics others are too scared to address. Yeah, we ain't scared of nothing. Uh-uh. No, we'll talk about anything. Yep. Big Mayor 318. <laughs> Big Mayor. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think their sweet. name is? Like, really? Like, is it Mary? Is it a girl? It sounds like a girl, right? Mary. Yeah, I bet it's, it's that's Big Mayor. Yeah, you know, it's like Anna Beth, Anna Beth. Some like a <laughs> yeah, it's country like, name. It just feels like what you would name your cow or something, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it's a horse, Big Mayor. Um, I don't know, man. Big Mayor three one eight. <laughs> if you guys want to be a part of this portion of the podcast, go to iTunes. Go to Facebook, leave us a five-star review, and make it awesome. It's a mad, mad world. Got ads coming out the wazoo. I can't even look at what I'm trying to find. <laughs> I know. Um, Some of these articles, too. Gosh, you're just like, bloop, 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 bloop. I know. 
Um, I gotta tell you though, uh, did you see what happened over the skies of Utah this this week? No. Uh, there was did a not. balloon, a small non-threatening balloon. I love how they call it non-threatening. So that's how they start it. A small non-threatening balloon spotted flying high over the mountains in western United States was intercepted by a fighter jet over Utah on Friday. It was over Utah, huh? Yeah. It was Welcome home, Elder Johnson. <laughs> it was like not threatening, but they're like, let's send a fighter jet. <laughs> yeah. You know, taxpayer dollars. Why not? Yeah, they're bored. Yeah. Uh, uh, although, uh, if you were like training as a fighter oh jet gosh, pilot, you're like, yeah. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm already in the cockpit. You can't say no now. Yeah, I'm already on Close my way. In. Up. Already on my way up. But NORAD fighter pilots sent in the morning to investigate the balloon determined it was not maneuverable and did not present a threat to national security. Uh, spokesperson John Cornelio said, the balloon was still in the air under close observation. No, I didn't hear anything about yeah, this. Yeah, so um, obviously with the stuff that happened last year with the Chinese spy Say Amazon Prime on it. Yeah. It's a Timu. <laughs> New delivery system. Timu. And it was floating <laughs> to the ground. Yeah, um, I should ask my dad, did you order a balloon? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, I ordered one of those. Yeah, that was Heck Thought yeah. I'd get a good picture of the farm, blew way south. Exactly. Went. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I just thought that was interesting with, with yeah. all the stuff that happened last year. Yeah, that's you know? cool. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Um, did you see this uh, cyber attack on the healthcare system? I did. That shut down OptumRx, which is a huge uh, medication prescriber or distributor of medications. Yeah. Like, I'd have to say half of the people I see, well, I did in family medicine, mm -hmm. used OptumRx. Ah. But man, um, because it was attacked, they had to disconnect it from the hospitals and hospital pharmacies and everything. They had to and plug it and plug it back in. That's I'm telling saying. you, man, the healthcare system does not have Ooh, backups for this. That's scary. They're always like, oh, so convenient. E-scribe. When it's down, they're like, oh, shh. <laughs> we don't know what to do. Yeah. Burn the place to the ground. You want me to give you a pill? <laughs> it's just like, we just got a bucket of pills out I, there. I, yeah, Nothing works. This system is not like, it's, yeah. It, it fails and they don't accept like written scripts. So mm -hmm. they had to like um, crack or crack down. They had to figure out how to get people that were like life-saving meds were going to expire mm -hmm. or they needed a refill in the next seven days. They had to like call them individually. So Isn't um, it weird that we don't have like a manual way to do that? Like it should blows be my mind. Very simple. I like I, I saw it being implemented and I'm like, it's really convenient, but yeah. it, it, poses a huge risk for, for sure. future yeah. problems so um but yeah so anyway uh, mm. there's not so much there's not there's not much more on that article yeah. just the fact that like people that mm -hmm. were relying on their meds to be sent to them and ready to refill where it was yeah broken for like 10 days so that's just again a little taste still having issues there's still but yeah. like problems getting medication and this all kind of happened at the same time as the AT&T outage it was all kind of in conjunction it was a balloon yeah and a balloon knocking it all over the top a Timu balloon had yeah. some <laughs> stuff on it that they were dropping yeah anyway so yeah i know it's just i mean scary to see those things like it is it sounds like oh it got hacked and it's down for a minute uh yeah People depend on those meds. They absolutely do. So, and speaking of meds, um, let's talk about the pandemic scenario that we're we're doing today. I'm excited about this. Uh, we went back and forth on this one several times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, trying to do this over text sometimes is it used, like it's surprising how much like we rarely run into issues with yeah. different ideas. Mm -hmm. Like, 
We do. Usually we kind of like close in on the same idea pretty quick, but this time for some <laughs> reason I had a whole different scenario. Well, I just, I wasn't clear with my ideas and then. Well, and I, I was like, oh, he's got it. <laughs> starts, <laughs> just starts going. But I, we thought, got I thought I knew what you meant. And yeah. yeah. So anyways, but. We're here though. We made it. Honestly, how would you ever tell the way I deliver the information anyway? <laughs> this is just a jumble mess. There's anyways. like, oh, I didn't think you settled on anything um, the way you sound. But so let's quickly <clears throat> get to our audio piece and then we'll get right into it, Cam. This is a breaking news update. We bring you alarming news tonight as our city faces a sudden viral outbreak prompting authorities to implement a citywide lockdown and quarantine measures. In a swift response to the escalating situation, city officials have declared a state of emergency. The unidentified virus has spread rapidly, leading to a surge in hospitalizations and an increasing number of reported cases with severe respiratory symptoms. The mayor's office has issued a statement confirming the immediate implementation of a citywide lockdown. Residents are urged to stay indoors and all non-essential businesses and public spaces will be closed until further notice. Quarantine measures are being enforced to contain the virus's spread. Health officials are urging those exhibiting symptoms to contact medical authorities promptly and self-isolate. Hospitals are operating under high alert, with additional resources mobilized. The lockdown has had an immediate impact on the community, with schools, businesses, and public transportation services suspended. Residents are advised to remain calm, follow official guidelines, and cooperate with authorities during this critical time. The situation is evolving rapidly, and city officials are working tirelessly to address the outbreak. We will continue to provide updates as more information becomes available. Stay tuned for the latest developments on this citywide lockdown due to the viral outbreak. So there you are, uh, Cameron. Uh, let's break this down, this scenario. It's it's a tricky one. It gets a little bit tricky. It is a little tricky. So you're, you're just at home doing your thing, right? And you start to hear rumblings of this spreading virus. Belly. You have, yeah, you had Taco Bell last night. I got it. Yeah. Um, you start to hear uh, about this virus in your area, and it happens all the time. How many times have you been like, oh, there's something spreading? Like, yeah. there's that norovirus. Have you yeah, heard about yeah. that going crazy? It's hitting hard. It's hitting mm. hard, yeah. Um, I hate that crap. That's not good. You better not get it this way. No, I don't want it over here. But this one, like some sort of a virus, they're not sure what it is. People are getting it, and you're like, oh, man, that's not good. Right? It's happening in town. Then a family member comes down with a fever. Yeah. Yeah. Always happens. Always happens. Always happens, especially if you got something to do. Yeah. Um, so you're like, oh, crap, this might not be good. So you're trying to decide whether you need to take them to the hospital. And this is when you hear this breaking news brief at home. Um, this viral outbreak has exploded in your city. And this is something that's like a big deal. It's like things are happening. And in your pants. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Um a diarrhea outbreak would be, <laughs> be very that bad. would do me in. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm con- I don't know. <laughs> You're pretty used to that at this point. But just another virus. <laughs> I got this one again. <laughs> Had this one before. I know. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hundreds of people, they've overloaded the urgent cares, the doctor's offices, the the small local hospital. And the symptoms that they're talking about on this news brief are exactly what your family member is displaying. So you just assume that they've got this virus that's going crazy. On top of all of this, 
The mayor has issued a citywide lockdown. They shut down the schools. They shut down the businesses. They shut down the public transportation. This sounds familiar, mm-hmm. uh, doesn't it? It's giving us all flashbacks, probably. PTSD. That's what, that's what I was saying. Like, writing some of this stuff, I'm like, holy crap. This. No one I, wants to relive this. I, yeah, I know it's not the same, but, like, aspects of it are very familiar, right? And So, as the day progresses... You hear that the virus is rapidly spreading and things just aren't getting better. In fact, you're starting to hear that a percentage of those who have contracted the virus, they're starting to die, like within 24 hours. Like, this is scary, right? This Bad is like, respiratory virus? Died yeah. 24 hours? I had that two years ago. I'm pretty sure I had that. Pretty sure I had years. that two months ago. I got over it. I just didn't die. <laughs> I had everything else. I just didn't die. Um, Honey, so, didn't you have that last week? I swear that's what you had. <laughs> I heard I that know. through the whole pandemic. Oh my gosh, everybody. So, um, with your local hospital an absolute mess, you load up your sick family member with the intention of driving him to the nearest hospital that's like 50 miles away. So, this is very typical to like what we... Yeah, well, it's, it's pretty, like out here. It's very it is, much, right? yep. If you live in, you know, a big metropolitan area, that's probably not the case. But out here, it's like, it's 50 miles. I mean, it's not quite 50. It's probably 35 miles to the next yeah. hospital, right? Um, which you hope... For us driving, it's 30 minutes. It's 30 in a minutes. city that's like yeah. 15 miles away, it's like An six hour. hours. Yeah. Um, so you hope to go to this nearest hospital that's 50 miles away, and you hope that it has capacity and it's not overrun and... You know, you just want to avoid the the crap that's happening in your city, which they've locked down anyways, right? Yeah. So as you're attempting to leave town, So really, yeah, okay, go ahead. Good? Yep. Okay. So as you're attempting Wait to- Wait a minute. <laughs> this is how I did my notes. <laughs> as you're attempting to leave town, you see these flashing lights and a roadblock. You're like, this doesn't look great, or what is this, right? Um, and as you get closer, you're stopped by local police. They're wearing all the face masks and the protective gear, and they're like, look, you can't go this way. Yeah. You've got to turn around. Turn around. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it sounded like, too. Turn around. <laughs> yeah. Turn around. Don't. Sir, stand your car. Don't breathe in my direction. <laughs> um, but they're like, we're not allowing anyone in or out. We need to stop the spread of this virus. It's that bad, right? It's a very bad thing. So even after you're like, look, I got a sick family member. I'm trying to get them somewhere that they can get care. They're like, no, go back into town, take them to the hospital, take your chances there. We have called in more help that's coming from outside, and we're hoping that they're going to be there in the morning. Put your mask on, you'll be fine. You're going to be fine. Stay six feet away. Go watch Get TV. your toilet paper on the way home. Yeah. So now you need to make a decision at this point. You're, you're, you've gotten yourself into a little bit of a pickle. Yeah, this, right? is, this is a tough one. Like, <clears throat> doing the notes, I was like, oh, geez, like... Yeah. What would I do? But it's it's something that could happen. Yeah. Right? It's, it's yeah. a possibility. So that's why. And, and there's just a lot of different aspects of this. There's a ton. That are kind of interesting to like, work out. It's crazy how many come up with this one. Um, so some of the key areas of concern with this scenario is, you know, one, keeping you and all of your family alive. I mean, that's, that's the yeah. whole point of every survival situation is like, if I lose one, you know, it kind of is going to break you, you know? Yeah, I'm fine. I, I got four others. I got three. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but making the, you want to make the best decision for them and also try and keep yourself alive and out of risk and out of um, the public. That's the hard part about it. It's like, yeah, I, know. I need to take them in around people, but I also don't want to be around people. And, and like, you need to be able to take care of this person. I'll talk about this more later, but you can't get sick because if you get sick, then it's like, Oh crap! Who's going to take care of? Like, yeah. how are we going to get care? Yeah. How are we going to get to where we need? You know exactly. 
Because when a man gets sick, it's over. It's over. <laughs> we should all kill ourselves. Yeah. Well, it's over. We had a good run. I got the sniffles. You want to make out before we get... I think I got one last good go in me. Let's go. <laughs> you might get it, but it's fine. I'll wear my face mask. <laughs> I'll turn my head to the side. <laughs> um, and then uh, the other thing is, like, thinking about if you end up staying home, it's yeah. like limiting the spread at home. From yeah. that sick member, also, like, at what point do you end up bugging out? Like, getting yeah. everybody just out of town if if things in town are getting worse. Like, do you do it early? Do you do it later? If you do it later, what other complications are going to pop up? Yeah. Um, obviously, keeping a good line of communication, not only with your family, but also with the, like, situation. You want to yeah. know, like, what are the symptoms and, like, how do you know it's, be- like, getting more severe and, and that your time is short and... You know, and and then if you like, what things could help prevent it that you have at home is ibuprofen going to poison you That's, more and stuff like that. I hate that. That stuff. was something you know. Remembering back to COVID, the information was so terrible. It was horrible. It was the worst, right? And so wear yeah, a mask, she, except outside. But if you're inside at the church, you're fine. And don't take like, ibuprofen. What? Take ibuprofen. Yeah, ibuprofen is going to make it work. Don't take ibuprofen. Steroids are going to kill you faster. Actually, we should do steroids for everybody. Yeah, like it was. It's, you don't have a ventilator right now. Never mind. They all die. <laughs> Like there, it was, it was ridiculous. And so that's what really scares me about this situation is, especially with a novel virus or something, right? You don't know. You don't. You want to try yep. and get as much info as you can, but boy, is it. Good really, luck in our day. Oh my gosh. Who do so, you, yeah. who do you trust? So yeah, but you do need to keep that open. You need you to keep to. listening and learning and trying to figure out what's best to do. And, um, the other thing is like medication access. Like, do yeah. you have some of those meds available at home that can help with some of the symptoms? I mean. You know, viruses kill, but they have all the other symptoms with them that can mm-hmm. worsen it. Like some viruses make dehydration the highest risk. Some are fever. Some are, you know, vomiting and mm-hmm. nausea. It's like, what kind of medication access do you have? I need a Z-pack. It, I need a Z-pack, exactly. <laughs> <It's> like, yeah. <laughs> That's the joke, right? Yeah. We, yeah. Yep. Had a patient, I remember early on, like <laughs> my first like three months of work, freaked out on me because he had the flu and I wouldn't give him a Z-pack. Freaking quack. <laughs> I've been doing Z-Packs since every flu came out. Yeah. But um, like, oh. people are that way. So it's like they're going to consume all the medication they can. Yep, they definitely will. <clears throat> or they're going to buy it all and try and sell it. Mm-hmm. Why not? And then the other thing is like how bad are things going to get like locally in terms of like martial law and lockdown. And you have to kind of start thinking about how soon is all of this possibly going to you know go down the drain and, and how long do you want to wait and I stay know. around. That's that- what's hard. It's like... I'm going to want to bug in every time, but absolutely in this scenario, it's like the more people that are around, the more isolated your town is, and you're in a small, like rural area like we are, I'm like, how long can you last? I know it's like you've missed that point where you can just drive out of town now, yeah. right? So it becomes a much harder thing to do, but if you and can you're get like, out there I want to get out, but going on foot and then maybe yeah. one or more people are sick in your groups, like, and then also luck. like considering, do you think about the fact that maybe you shouldn't be going out because of the virus? Like exactly. you don't want to kill the entire world, yeah. right? So like, there's that sort of moral conundrum, like I need to go get help, yeah. but I know if I go out, it could just spread everywhere. Exactly. So And even being, you know, of course it's going to happen in like, like winter or spring or fall. Like when all the other viruses are like, it has all the same symptoms, but maybe this isn't even it. Yep. And so you don't know all the symptoms. So it's confusing. That Um, is tough. The other thing is like, now that it's locked down, businesses are closed, access to groceries, all that stuff. It's going to be a problem quick. Yeah. And so 
if you don't have a good food supply and all that stuff, you got to start thinking about like, how long can we live at home mm-hmm. locked down? Two weeks for COVID, it was like right. a nightmare for everybody. It was, yeah, it was like an absolute mess. And it was even like we had, and I think we talked about that a lot of times. It's like I had my 25-year stuff that I was starting to get close to having to tap into because yeah. it's like mm-hmm. the short-term stuff you went through pretty fast. Like basic stuff like oil and yeast and yeast. <laughs> I just remember like bread. I was like, crap, I don't have any yeast. And it was gone. You couldn't find it. So you couldn't find it. And unleavened bread. Yeah. (laughs) It was very biblical. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, The other thing is if you are to try and get around this barricade or try and bug out, like I want to take my vehicle as far as possible. For sure. So is there back roads? Can Mm -hmm. I go off road where there's no, you know, road and no barricade to get me to a point that I can kind of either get to that hospital or I can just get them out and away from the town yeah. and city and all that stuff. And we'll talk about more about that in one of our, you know, plans, but that is yeah. how, how serious are they about this blockade or exactly. this quarantine? You'll find out, I guess. If <laughs> yeah. You, if you try and test that, right? Yeah. I don't know. Have a helicopter spotlight, like <laughs> within know. minutes. Yeah, You're like, like, oh, dang it. You would assume that that wouldn't be the case, but you if it's, you know, if this is like a Michael Crichton book story thing, you know, <laughs> yeah. where it's like some alien They're virus fired on you, they, yeah. you might be dead. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Those AC are always some of my going around yeah. the town. I love those, those um, stories, man. The other thing is like, like, what is your health and fitness status? Yeah. It's like, it, mm-hmm. could you possibly pick up this virus that's not that deadly, but you already have terrible health? Like, yep. Carrying a lot of ones. Uh, yeah, exactly. That was the biggest factor with coronavirus, it was. right? Was comorbidities. And yep. like, that's why it's we going t- to be that way with most most things, right? Right. It's like, we, how, like we if you don't take care it. of yourself, yeah. And this virus that's semi, like, you know, it's all it partially deadly. Mm-hmm. Well, your risks just went up a lot. As we talk about health and fitness so much, and that's one of the reasons this scenario right here, you're in good health, you're gonna be much better off, right? Even if you, but do it get shapes the virus. your decision on bugging it, out. It's it like, does. I can't live out there. No. Got bad back. I'm already worried about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. I got a corn on my toe. I can't go very far. I like corn. <laughs> Cream corn. I got corn in my underwear right now. I listen to corn as I eat my corn, <laughs> corn. running out of town. Cream of corn. Corn. We only have so much cream of corn. Yeah. Um, and then keeping your sanity, like lockdown, man, it, it's rough. And um, we didn't go through as bad as like some of the cities did. Entertainment options, groceries need, you know, the, to just get away and stuff like that. Like you have to think about like, how long can I really last? Do I have the mental capacity to like learn how to figure out ways to entertain, entertain my family? Do I, am I mentally healthy? Like, am I already like super depressed? Oh, it's going to be rough. That is, yeah. If this, it's like, maybe you're like, I'll just take a risk out in the wilderness because I can't stay home for two days. (laughs) I'm always happy when I'm camping. (laughs) Let's just go. Some people, man, they, they just, yeah. Yeah. You can't can't be shut in, man. No, you have to have that human connection, the human interaction. Yeah. We're, we're very social species. We we need that. And then we saw that with COVID. People went nuts, dude. They did. And it, was, it wasn't it was even like a full-on- like Suicide rates went up yeah. and like post-COVID, man, it was- mm-hmm. They couldn't do as many things post-COVID for a while. And it was yeah. like, they lost their minds. They really did. And we probably need to stop talking about COVID, but it keeps coming back to that Sorry because about that. About. we've lived through something yeah. that is somewhat on this level. Not all for the sure. way, obviously, but it's something, real life experience we've all had. We've exactly. all been through it. Yeah. Right? And then in the back of your mind, you got to think about like long-term snowball of issues, um, restocking issues, limits yep. to 
um, fuel limits to like, um, like we ran out of masks during COVID and bring sure. it up again. Yeah, but like some of that stuff, you know, it's going to be affected oh, in the, the long the run. Toilet so it's paper, like, the the yeah. hand sanitizer. You're like, am I? Yeah. So Ham there's sanitizer. a ton going through your mind right now. As yeah. you're sitting at that barricade and the cops are like, turn around. <laughs> what? I'm trying to think things through. That is like such a classic scene. I love that. Like when the, like, yeah. Yep. Like the police or like the um, National Guards, like talking through masks. They're like, sir, It's like the entire uh, movie of uh, Tenet. You the Last of Us thing. is cool that way. Yeah. Like, you know, they're all like, what? What's that, sir? You mm-hmm. know, and he like ends up shooting them because they're infected. Yeah. Yeah, or not. I hope we don't get to that. I know, man. That's good. And so like we, we talk about making sure that we're healthy, right? Want to know the healthiest thing that I do every day? It's Field of Greens, right? Um, it's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I l- just got back from drinking mine. I was in my office drinking my strawberry lemonade down and I felt good. It, this thing has improved my life. It really has. It's nutrition the way that nature intended. The biggest difference I've felt, again, is that more sustained, even energy. And I just have that feeling that I'm Cavemen ground it all up. Yeah, I they know. Going exactly. back to that. Mortar and pestle, they would just do that. But like, I just feel like overall I'm healthier. And again, can't mention it. Maybe it's just that, you know, it's in my head because I'm doing it, but I really do feel no, I like it. that yep. like I'm healthier, right? Um, each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product, but if for any reason you don't, they're going to give you a hundred percent money back guarantee. But we've got you 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping. That's going to be quick. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code CASUALPREPPERS. That's promo code CASUALPREPPERS at fieldofgreens.com. Your body is your number one preparedness item, Cameron. Keep it running smoothly. I've tried several like um, leafy green like supplements and it's like, "Mm, that tastes like silage. It does, yeah. This is good stuff. Yeah, the strawberry lemon And I like that it uses stevia and not... Not sugar. Or, or the yeah, there's not chemicals. Yeah, chemicals. From bombs and stuff. Yeah. So this is a bad situation we've gotten ourselves into. Oh, crap. What are we going to do? Um, as normal, we have three plans for you to consider here. And this is where we we kind of went back and forth and we're trying to figure out what we're yeah. going to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Because but it's coming together. It's coming together. We got it. We're so, together right now. Yeah, we're in, we're in a bad situation. So your plan A. So you you've obviously you went out of town. You got stopped. You're like, okay, so it's not just like a simple thing to drive to the next town. It's too big of a mess. It's not a simple thing to just drive into the city and head to the hospital because it's a mess down there. We yeah. know that. So urgent cares are overrun as is. Always. So, you can't so. ever get into urgent care. <laughs> yeah. So your plan A is going to be just bugging in with your sick family member, heading back home. Taking you know, care of the sick one and hoping for the best. And hope for the best, right? Um First Makes a thing, ton of sense. It really does. So the first thing is you got to protect yourself and your other family members because uh, you don't want them getting it as well. Yeah. So while you're you at keep home, in the car, huh? Keep the sick one in the car. You you, you can't could. come in. You could garage. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely could do something like that, but you have to you have to be very careful. So you you need to do the things that we don't want to talk about, which is wearing face masks. Obviously, at least an N95. That's the hardest thing is you're like, oh, we've already been around each other. We've already been exposed. But you have to take maybe those, you like, haven't. precautions. Maybe you, you haven't, know. right? Yeah. Um, face mask, gloves, washing your hands off and keeping your distance from them. Um, 
So you have to do those things yeah. if you're all going to be in the same house. So the thing is, once you get back to the house, you probably just want to designate a sick room. Keep that person there. Um, and really, if you have an outbuilding or something, that's like even more ideal. That keeps them away from yeah. the main house. Like maybe you have a the garage. Really, isn't a man a idea. garage or a she shed or some sort of a you know outbuilding. He said he, he shed. shed. He said she shed. <laughs> um, something like that. That's you know a shop or something to keep them is is the best because then you they're not in the house with yeah. the other with the kids or the wife or whoever else. Um, but without that outbuilding, just find the most isolated room you can in the house that has a bed that they can lay in um, and keep them in there. You may even want to go as far as like using the plastic sheeting to seal off. Kind of have room. to, man. I know. Because central air, man. Oh, it's just scary. pulling it all in and spreading it through every <laughs> room. It's just like a virus distribution system at that point, right? Yeah. So you have to so be So you really got to consider taking them outside yeah. of the main part of your house. Yeah, if you can. Otherwise, use plastic sheeting to seal that off so that when you go in there, it stays pretty much in there. And when you're out of it, it, nothing's going in or out, right? Have all the supplies that you need in that room. That way you can limit your exposure going in and out, constantly trying to bring stuff in that they might need. Um, and then try and have only one person taking care of this yeah. sick person. Don't have like the whole family taking turns. Yeah, we take your soup in there. Yeah, like no, just try and keep it to one person and then try and limit that person's exposure to the other yeah. people. Do you oh, remember those croup tents? Yeah. Did you ever have? I like, never didn't. Because me and my brother had really bad croup. Oh, uh, did you? I just remember my mom setting up a. Mm. But that croup tent would be awesome. Something like that. It's yeah. It's all like thick plastic. Absolutely. Like that's exactly what you need. Something like that. So when you're in there, you know, have plenty of like OTC meds, gloves, soap, water, buckets. I mean, whatever you're gonna need. <laughs> I don't know what it's gonna be like, but just have the stuff that you need in there. Um, and then also limit your exposure to anyone else outside of your family. At that point, you you just don't want like the salesman coming into the Kirby house or vacuum cleaner yeah, guy that, that dude's gonna come and try and sell you something <laughs> guarantee it you want vacuum move the volume <laughs> yeah this really got sucks. new Kirby <laughs> yeah I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get it up do they have diarrhea on the floor watch this vacuum it right up wet or dry excuse my fever <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sweating a lot today I don't know <laughs> Ah, this is dry cough. I sat in allergy. dirty water. <laughs> this is just allergies. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. Allergies is the number one thing. Uh-huh. It is allergies, 105 for you. <laughs> I always get it the first day of allergy season. <laughs> I always, every year happens to me. <laughs> um, so you, you want to avoid anyone else getting the virus. You don't know who has it from the outside. Um, at this point, I don't know, but do you have to worry about security? Hopefully not yeah. at this, like you're like 24 hours in, I would assume that you probably wouldn't have to, Yeah, but you need to consider that like looting, rioting, bad, bad actors. Are they going to be out and about? Everything's closed. Doing their People thing. People haven't prepared. So yeah. So, so just be considering that. Um, and like Cam mentioned, look at your food and water supplies. Probably right now you're okay. Um, and it probably seems like this virus is fast. Yeah. Like moving. running water and stuff. You, you're, Probably fine, yeah, but you have to start like, what happens when no one goes to work for a few yeah. days? I don't know. I don't know. Everyone's happy, maybe, if they don't have to go to work. Yeah. Um, but you your water so. may not can continue to flow. Um, but in case this does go on longer than you think, maybe you're unable to get to the store because it's shut down. Um, you need to make sure that you have plenty to eat and drink. You just have to consider it. And, you know, you have this citywide quarantine. There may not be trucks coming in to, to deliver exactly. for a while. Boy, uh, I guarantee already Walgreens has been overrun 
They, there's nothing too. left. Yep. Walmart's starting to get overrun. They're already out of toilet paper within the first 24 hours. Guarantee it. Um, be aware of this. Uh, you know, the hard part is, is this isn't something that's going to be on your mind right now. You're going to be worried about your sick uh, family member. So that's- It's hard to like not prioritize that. I know. And only focus on that. Yeah. It's like you got to think about- you have other to, things. You have to kind of keep, and that's why, like, you know, having those emergency plans with some of this stuff laid out. Yeah, then out, you don't have to think about them. You don't. You can just go open that up, say, okay, we talked about a pandemic. What are the things we need to consider? Um, you know, you can have a really in-depth plan that yeah. just lays all this crap out. So when it goes down and you're not thinking straight, you can go in there. So Cam mentioned comms as well. Uh, most people, they just have, like, that basic medical knowledge. Just basic stuff. Like, I know the basics. I know yeah. fevers make you hot. Ibuprofen, don't even have that. Yeah. Ibuprofen brings it down. I don't necessarily need to bring it down unless it's, like, super hot. You know, all like, I have some basic stuff. Yeah. But you're going to want to gather as much info on the virus as you can and how to care for this sick person as possible because you need, you just, you're going to need it. Yeah. You don't know what it is. It's a, it's a virus you're probably unsure of. Um, you're also going to want to understand what the status of the the hospital is. If it starts to, you know, ease up, then you can maybe consider, oh, that's maybe I'm going to go there now. Yeah. Right. Um, continue to get updates there. What's the status of the roadblocks out of town? Does that continue to be there? That's all information you have to have to know what your next move is uh, as, you, as you keep going. So monitor local radio, TV, and social media. That's where you're going to get some really good stuff. Your local emergency management office should have much of this local police department, um, even your local county health department is probably going to have a lot yeah. of pushing out a lot of information there. And there's um, a lot of people that work in some yeah. part of the hospital, you yeah. know, in the lab or mm -hmm. they work on the floor or there's, you know, providers, stuff like that. And like, that's what's funny to me is a lot of people are like, you know, they're in on the whole thing. It's like, yeah. there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. And so it's good to kind of just, you know, listen to what they've been seeing and mm -hmm. like some of the things they've seen help and like that. Like, yeah. usually, you know, somebody you can probably talk to that has, uh, that works inside the hospital that has a little bit more detail. Yeah. But, especially us here, like in this smaller town, everybody knows somebody that works at the yeah, hospital. They do. Or this it's within, like the, one of the main employers yeah. here. So. so yeah, use that information, use the people, use your contacts to get as much as you can. You know, especially if you're just unsure of what to do, that's what else are you going to do? Yeah. You're going to have to get some of that. And if you do have friends and family in the area, <laughs> it's a good, good time to touch base with them. Um, you know, get a status update on their conditions, make sure that no one th in their family is sick. Uh, maybe you can give them uh, your, your information. Now kids come over and play. Yeah. <laughs> they got fevers. Yeah. Uh, I think it's allergies. I'm pretty sure it's allergies. <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah. They can play out in the backyard. Yeah. As long as you're outside, it's fine. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you might be able to assist them. They might be able to assist you, but the more communication you can have, the better off you're going to be it in is, these yep. situations. Um, and I added this in here because it's something to consider at this time is immunity. You're going to want to do everything you can to boost your immune system at this time uh, because it's scary and you yeah. don't want to get sick. So using the, the stuff that everybody talks about, vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, all those things that seem to help. I don't know. Um, vitamin Z, vitamin dink. <laughs> <laughs> I got some vitamin dink for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, lots of fluids, lots of sunshine, you know, get, get out in the backyard if you can for a little bit. Cause that's always good for you, for, um, your immune system. Yeah. The well, more it's true too. Like there's the thing that like 
locked down, staying indoors, yeah. but like in your yard, like UV is very destructive yeah. of like viruses and everything. So it's like, yeah. don't go on the sun. It's not going to make it worse. No, it's going to make it better and it's going to make you healthier at the yeah. same time. Like that's Just watch for the neighbor's kids crawling over the fence, trying to play in your backyard. You take your gun in the backyard with you. <laughs> Any of those little bastards try and come under the fence, just pop them. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just trying to get some vitamin D out here. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm trying to get some vitamin D in here. <laughs> vitamin Dink, baby. <laughs> you got that bottle of vitamin Dink? Yeah, I can see that. My, oh, yeah. Then you drop your pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what you do, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, obviously, the hope is that you can nurse them through this sickness without them dying. Right. Like that's that's what you want to do. Um you also need to be aware of the signs it's getting worse or if there if there's info on the next stages of the sickness, you know, like oh, if you start seeing this, they're pretty much dead. You I know. Do something. That's tough, man, to think about like you've got to prepare for death in yeah. your family at your home Ugh. and like the rest of your family. Like no. it's going to be super crappy. It's going to suck. But you do have to think ahead that way of like what if they die? Like like how are we going to hmm. like keep the body away from everybody but also uh, that's tough i i hate thinking about that stuff. yeah but also like if it gets to a point where it's like oh there it's imminent that's where you might take a drastic plan and say okay i'm gonna run a roadblock or i'm gonna i'm gonna go to the hospital even though it's not good a yeah. good idea do you know what i mean yeah. like you're kind of desperate but yeah. you're like i'm not i'm what not else? they're not gonna die here yeah they're so. not gonna die i'm gonna try and at least to do something yeah. right so that's where your plan a maybe becomes plan b and c or something depending on where they're at within the cycle of the, the virus, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so um, maybe you could just get them through long enough for that outside help to arrive in the city. But who knows? Maybe that doesn't even happen for days. You don't yeah. even know what's going to happen. So, boy, it's a scary situation right here. It is a scary situation. So there are some pros to this. You don't have to brave the insane mess that is the hospital there locally. You don't want to have to do that. You can be comfortable at your home with your family, the rest of your families there. Everybody's together. You don't risk a bug out while the police have roadblocks, you know, and your city is locked down. It'd be a nightmare. Oh, it'd be a super nightmare. Um, you have the basic first aid medical gear at your house, hopefully, and you don't risk further exposure to the virus outside of your home. You have obviously have it in your home, but you're not going out where everybody's going. This is why you go to Timu and you buy police lights or on your balloon. car. <laughs> floats above it. Why we don't, man? We don't talk about the hot air balloon we very don't. much. It's really, it's very under uh, appreciated in the prepper world. It I don't really get it. is. The really. prepper balloon, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, the cons: if their condition gets worse, <clears throat> you may not have what you need to care for them—supplies or skills or medicine or whatever that might be. You could also be risking your other family members yeah. catching the virus, keeping them all at your house. So it's like a two-way street there sucks yeah um if you if you come down with the virus now you have no one to take care of anyone at your house yeah um and you may not be in a condition to travel if you absolutely had to so pros and cons here kind of scary and the con you can't just enjoy being home yeah You're a sick kid i just want to watch some tv you gotta go out to the tent and keep yeah. giving them water diarrhea again <laughs> yeah. change them again <laughs> so annoying <laughs> Stop puking. <laughs> Want to get through this? Do you movie? remember on uh, Parks and Rec when he's like, can't stop. And he looks at me and he goes, stop. Pooping. Oh, yeah, stop pooping. He's like trying to tell him, so that's what it is. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. So, some of the gear you got to think about here is face masks, stop. pooping <laughs> gloves, eye protection, OTC meds, plastic sheeting, duct tape, vitamins, vitamin dink, mm -hmm. uh, food and water, <laughs> comms, radio, TV, internet, uh, buckets, and soap. Yeah. 
Plan I thought, A. When I saw that, I thought I said buckets of soup. Buckets well, of soup. That's a good too. idea. Yeah, middle vegetable. <laughs> Which one's the vomit bucket? <laughs> Looks the same. Is that clam chowder or is that your vomit? That <laughs> mm. <laughs> potato soup or is that vomit? <laughs> that's cheesy potato soup. No, that's your vomit. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, plan B. This okay. is where it gets weird. Yeah, sure. It gets crazy. This is where all of my confusion <laughs> set in. <laughs> so, at first, we were talking good. about like, um, you know, bugging out is an option, but also you have a sick family member you're dealing with. Sure. And you're, so in this scenario, you're, you, you approach the barricade and you have the family member with you. You don't necessarily have all of your family with you. So right. it makes it a little bit difficult because it's like, I think I'm going to risk it and go to the next town to get the care that I hope they can get. But then you've got to find a way around the barricade right. and you've got to go, you know, off road and all that stuff. You're like, if I'm going to be doing all that, why don't I just take all my family with me? Because yeah. I don't know if I'm going to get back into this town. Right. And I don't want them being on their own. Sure. So, well, and, you, and I mean, there's a lot for of the most stuff. part. This I'm kind of leaning more towards like going back, getting my family, and and going, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever way to get around the barricade. Sure. Because like thinking about when you talk about bugging in, like all I can remember, like one of the things I remember about COVID is like the families in Italy of like mm-hmm. they're just. They have a family member there dead under a blanket yeah. and they're not allowed to go out or seek medical, like it was a mess. Yeah, and so sure. I'm like, I don't, you don't want that. And you, you know, that sticks in your mind enough to where you're like, I'm going to do everything I can to get out of this town yeah. to hopefully a town that doesn't have as much virus, spread it all over there. Cough on everyone on yeah. down Main Street. <laughs> but maybe the hospital can, you know, yeah. bring you in and they, they, they're less like, overwhelmed and they can focus on a mm-hmm. good treatment for you. So True. yeah. So that in this scenario, that's what you're gonna do. But um there's a lot of things you gotta look at. One, so the roadblock thing is a mess. It is. And so this de- this depends a ton on where you live. For sure. for like here, we live in the high desert and there's a lot of back roads. I mean, we mm-hmm. live in an oil field. So it's like there is a road that connects every part there of is. this county. It's crazy. It would be really hard to completely block us off. It would. Some people could be blocked off if you don't have four-wheel drive or something, but yeah. it would be tough. And it might take you seven and a half hours it to would. get 50 miles. Cause yeah. they, and, mm-hmm. and that's the other thing. Like, um, my wife's dad, like, he knows all these back roads. It's mm-hmm. insane. Like, he knows yeah. what will take you where. And mm-hmm. I go, and I'm like, I don't, I don't even know which at. way I came. Like, that's my dad's always like, you got to go on Glen Bench, and you got to take a left. Yeah, the third there's old, a duck rock. You got to go past a duck rock. Duck rock, yeah. And then there's a shooting range past that. And yeah. there's like, there's so much stuff. And yeah. But a lot of times you know somebody that knows all this, so you can right. kind of maybe use them to guide you through. But, uh, man, there's there's a lot of risk of doing this. Mm-hmm. One, going around a roadblock, like, and trying to stay on the paved road is pretty risky. Oh, it's super <laughs> Like, maybe risky. you're like, I'm just going to go around, or you know some of the police, and, you know, mm-hmm. you get lucky, and they don't chase after you. Yeah. The other thing is if you go on some of those back roads, you have the risk of getting lost, losing cellular connection, and all of that. Maybe there's rivers that kind of like bind you from going very far. Right. If you're back east, you can't go anywhere off road. No, you it's can't. just all trees. Trees and swamp. And- so it depends a lot on where you live that you, if you're even able to consider doing this. Cause I I mean, I've been to those towns and I'm like, there's one road in and out and there's no way else. Like yeah. there's no other road. It's all trees or mountains. Yeah. So it depends a lot on where you live. Um the other thing is like, do you do you actually uh do you actually have a vehicle that can do this? Yeah. <laughs> like as is right now, like 
the Honda Pilot probably isn't. I I, I don't know. You'd be I, fine. I think I'd be all right because these roads we do have out here that are most of them are kind of you know been driven, driven over like a million times with a service truck. Mm-hmm. But um, is it four wheel drive? Is it capable of going a bit off road into the brush or going over sagebrush or wherever you live? You've got to think about that because you're putting that sick person at higher risk being the only person to take care of them. Mm -hmm. And then like their body's already stressed and you're all (laughs) going through a river. Hold on. Hold your breath. And does it take you seven hours to get around this? Yeah. Dead by the time you get to the other side. So yeah. Um, a lot of stuff to think about here. The other thing is like, how are you, um, staying or is the hospital even going to accept you over there? Yeah. Cause I I remember. I wanted to say something else about this too, because what if you live in one of those places where, there is no alternate road. Yeah. Right? Do you have any other way? Like, can you walk somewhere, yeah. you know, around? Oh, yeah. I, I guess that was part of the transportation that I skipped over. Like, is there a way that you could go on foot somewhere um, and then, you know, steal a truck on the other side? There would be other things to consider because... And this is where you would want a group with you. The, yeah, The probably. downside to that is, like, you're exposing everybody the more yeah. that you have somebody, like, How you're carrying them around and everything. Yeah, I don't know, but... I just put my hand in a wet butt. <laughs> like, <laughs> that wasn't even the sick person. <laughs> that was me, pushing. <laughs> I'm sweating. I got real nervous with that barricade. <laughs> he shat my pants. When I hike, I sweat, I'll tell you. <laughs> it smells like pooping at sweat, I promise. <laughs> That's just butt sweat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... So, and that's the other thing, I, I another little scene from yeah. um, The Walking Dead, when they're mm, yeah. like transport, she's pregnant and they're yeah. all carrying her through the forest. Yeah, dude. That didn't go very well. No, but I mean, that's the kind of thing you would have to consider if someone's dying. Like, yeah. I, w- I would consider it. I know. There's no other way. It's like, they need medical attention. Yeah. They're dying. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to do anything to yep. try and get any, you know, yeah. better care. Exactly. Because Walmart was out of ibuprofen. That's right. Um. And then there's other things like, I, I yeah, I kind of skipped over the part of like, in our area, maybe that side-by-side is going to come in handy. For sure. Yeah. Like, because you can go like yeah. anywhere with those things here. Mm-hmm. And and then um, I make fun of them all the time. But honestly, like people know all the back roads and there's a yeah. lot of like ability with those. And they're probably less likely to be, you know, tracked or spotted. It's like, ah, there's riding side-by-side out there. <laughs> It's a little pandemic drive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pandemic scenic yeah. back way. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and the other thing is uh, taking your vehicle over to that hospital 50 miles away. You're either going to stay there and wait to see if that person, you know, gets admitted and then discharged, mm-hmm. or you're going to be staying along like next to them the whole time. So For you're sure. going to be living out of that vehicle um, or hopefully have a, family member or somebody that can take you in over there if they're willing. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you're over in that contaminated city? No, nope, yeah. you can't come in with or me. Or hopefully you can get a hotel or something, right? Yeah. So your transportation has to dual as possible, like mobile uh, mobile shelter. Shelter. Okay. shelter. Shelter. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, and then back, back to that part about the hospital, it's like they're, they always keep tabs on like what's going on. And I remember when they accepted a patient from California at Utah, like it was a big deal. It was like a, a lot deal. of people were pissed about it. Yeah, they didn't like Cause it. Cause it's like, it's California and I hate them. Yeah. But no, like you're bringing into a, a hospital setting a really contagious virus. Mm-hmm. And so the hospital may not even like, may, they may be 
doing everything to keep anybody out. Yeah, even they, though they're not overwhelmed, they're just told not to let anybody with fevers in or something like that. So you yeah. don't, you don't know what you're going to get into. Mm-hmm. So you have to decide like I'm, I'm willing to do anything. I'm going to travel over there, even though there's a there's a chance that I'm not even gonna be able to get in. What yep. do you do at that point? You just continue on to the next town, probably. I guess, probably that's what I would do. But the problem with us, the next one would be like two hours it away. It is. That's a long way. It's a long way, right? And if you're on foot, man. <laughs> That's a long morning, <laughs> two hours. Yeah. Walking in those sweaty pants. Yeah. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so communication is a, is huge here uh, because once that person is in the hospital, you're probably not going to be able to come in with them. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, how are you going to keep communication with them? Also, if you didn't take your family and you just decided like, I'm at the barricade, I'm going now, and mm-hmm. you're just going to call back and let your family know that's bugging in. And so... Um, kind of threw that in there that you have to have a really good communication plan. Absolutely. Cellular service, I mean, it's all it's gonna be bogged down for in, sure. the, in your city. So you're probably gonna have poor network and texting would be huge here probably. Yep. yep. Um emails even like whatever you could do to get something out. Yeah. That doesn't uh bog up the network as much. Yeah. Uh, doesn't use as much network would be good. And I don't like I thought maybe and I don't know, you know, depends on the hospital. They might like strip someone down and mm-hmm. put them in a gown and stuff but like every time you got i go a, to a hospital if you got a smart watch or something on that you can kind of track some things sure like that would be helpful and they're like yeah. hey, he's in the morgue now <laughs> where's he going <laughs> why is he in the morgue why is he over at the mortuary <laughs> yeah that's a bad sign um <laughs> not a good sign no <laughs> but like cell phone chargers and all mm-hmm. that stuff super important um the other thing is like this is that bug out bag and we talk about the sexy bugging out into the wilderness, setting up camp. But in reality, like if you're going to go over to this next town, you're probably going to try and book a hotel room for sure. So you're staying nearby, but you have a change of clothes, you have cash in your bag, Mm -hmm. you know, you have all those, the supplies you need. And on top of that, you have supplies in case you are just sleeping in your car or in the park or something. Absolutely. Um, and then the other thing is like, uh, I was thinking if you, Go through a barricade. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to report your car. I would assume so. And so you're not going to necessarily want to park it in the ER parking lot, or like you <laughs> yeah. may want to just. They're going to see that probably, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or or as soon as you get that person into the hospital, like get your car out of there so that that makes they're, sense. Uh, they're probably not going to search a ton, but I'm just saying, like you yeah. may have to consider, like, yeah, if you got a side by side that you drove right up into the yes, <laughs> then maybe they're looking at that. Um, and for your family. Each bug out bag for them just helps you that much more. Hundred percent. You've got all that stuff ready. Yep. To sleep anywhere, to stay anywhere. Um, Yeah. Um, So the pros and cons with this scenario. uh, The the big pro is that you did something. Yeah. Like there's a there's a a lot there that like you feel like you failed. You didn't. You shouldn't like you let that person die, and you Mm could have done something. And I think there's a lot of that that's going to play in this. Is that you feel I did everything I could. You know, I took yeah. the risks because they were going to die and I needed to, to to help in some way. Absolutely. The other pro is that the med- medical facility, um, uh, when people are admitted, you know, a lot of times they're like, I don't want to die in a hospital. But at the same time, like I said, any virus, it's there's a lot of symptoms that go along with it. It could be mm-hmm. respiratory, like they can't breathe or they have diarrhea or they are vomiting a lot. It's like if they're going to pass away in some ways, like there's a lot of medications they can give them to ease that. At least the Met- morphine and all yeah. that. Yeah. So, you know, the pro is that if they are going to die, you're, I mean, they're going to die comfortably, mm-hmm. but man, it sucks because they might not be uh, with their family. Right. Um, the earlier you get away and away from your town, 
you know, the more likely you are to get in and, and get the care you need in, in a facility that can spend time doing diagnostic tests and trying things instead of just being like, we're out of IV fluid. Yeah. Just a total mess in the facility that's well, overrun. And I think just getting, like you said, getting around those roadblocks as early as possible before they get more serious. Because people serious. are going to be, a lot of people are going to be trying to get yeah. through them. So, mm-hmm. so making that decision early is probably a good idea. Yep. And I, that's another reason I said, like, if you have your family with you, mm-hmm. then you could just have them distract the barricade and all yep. of the police, and then you just go around real mm. fast. Ooh. Tell them you'll come back. <laughs> Never. I'll be back for you. <laughs> yeah. um, but, and the other thing is, um, your, your, uh, your family's, you're trying to isolate from this illness, getting out and away and getting that person into a medical facility just lessens the exposure that you mm-hmm. all have. Yep. So those are the pros. The cons, um, you get caught along the way, mm-hmm. arrested, taken away from that sick one, um, and everything just falls apart at that point. It's like <laughs> it's over. You don't have yeah. yeah you're you're all broken up now. Um, you're targeted. Like I was saying, they they know your vehicle. Um, you've broken the law, and and if it gets real serious, or the next town, like I am the law. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would say. Yes, and they'd say, okay, get on through. <laughs> okay. Um, casual preppers. The other thing is if that's you, all you got to say. Yeah. Oh, promo code casual preppers. Yeah. Where's your address? <laughs> What's your address? Because I know you got all the yeah. supplies. Um, the other con is that you lose time. Like mm-hmm. if you try to bug out and get stuck, and then you're going by foot, like that person's not going to have any care for you're you know out in, hours in the boonies. Yeah. yeah, feeding them you know pieces of the tree. I hope this works. Oh, bark is good for a virus. <laughs> I'm boiling it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I hope this helps you. I got a little vitamin dink. Will that help? <laughs> yeah. And then um, if you're in that scenario, like your exposure to the virus is like much greater. Yep. And you're in a car for, you know, <laughs> no. a while. Yeah. Everybody could get sick a of virus hot box. <laughs> exactly. Um, so roll the windows down. That's all you need to do. Good idea. Um, Another thing is you don't find better help. You know, mm-hmm. it's not going to make any difference when you get to the hospital or you're denied entry. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go it alone and decide just to go with that sick person, you're away from your family and you don't know if you're able to get back for a long period. So mm-hmm. that that's a that's a bad choice there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, you don't have anywhere to go once you get them to the hospital. Yeah, you know you get them in the hospital or they do get the care they need, then what do you do? Like 50 miles isn't too far. You usually can find somebody if they're willing to let you in, like I was saying. Yeah. But maybe the hotels are all booked out from other people that they got through. And Let's yeah. see if you can hang out at So Arby's. you're kind of, yeah, you may be sleeping in the park. A roast beef sandwich. And there's always a risk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just sleep in the cardboard box in the back of the yeah. store. Do that. Or the cardboard, uh, like, Crusher. where they, the... Garbage pan, uh, oh <laughs> the garbage bin that has all the cardboard boxes. Did you say garbage pan, garbage pan. That's yeah. what I was getting from that. <laughs> Grab me a garbage. I pan. went to say garbage pail, and then bin, and I combined it to garbage pan. Um, what if it's not even that virus, and you just uh, sat yeah. in the ER lobby for no reason? You know, risked your butt. Yep, and yeah. then you got COVID, the real virus, the real one. So gear you need during this, uh, obviously your bug out bags are mm-hmm. the most important thing besides the family. Mm-hmm. And then your vehicle, you got to have something that's capable going off road, um, going around barricades. You know, you don't want to just go off into the shoulder and sure. get stuck. You're like, yeah, I didn't get very far. 
<laughs> I was just coming to park right here to help you guys. I'm trying to turn around. <laughs> you guys gave me no room. Yeah. Um, blankets and bags, uh, camping gear that you, you know, if yeah. you have that, throwing it in the back because you might be sleeping in the park. Mm-hmm. Water, yeah. fuel, fuel cans, um, protective gear. That's why you keep that, you know, tank topped off. You don't want to be going to the gas station. <laughs> tank top. <laughs> That's why you keep that tank top. <laughs> That's why you keep a tank top. He looks rough. We ain't going to deal with him. Let him through. <laughs> Let him through. Kids wearing a tank top. Um, protective gear, masks and change yeah. of clothes and stuff like that. Portable first aid. Yeah. If you don't get into the hospital, you you know, that fact is going to come in maybe yeah, handy. Sure. Vehicle kits and tools. You don't want to change a tire if you don't have all the For sure. good stuff. That's exactly when you get a flat tire. That's too. exactly when you, yep. Um, fuel filters plugged. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened in my yellow truck that's why uh, i'm like yeah it's true probably not the safest thing to bug out in um a map i know like you live in that area like around here i probably should get a map that has all those back roads because yeah. oh. if the cell service is all bogged down mm-hmm. you can't get internet you're you're screwed mm-hmm. um cell booster two-way radios um and then like a battery charger for your cell phone yeah cash id card insurance Still yeah. got to have insurance cards. Like, they're still it. probably not going to let you in there. I don't yeah. care if you're dying. So, anyway, that That's, is the bug out slash cool. get to another hospital That's plan. That's a scary one. But then we it was complicated. So, plan C, you just head to the local hospital, right? In this scenario, you've made a super difficult choice. You don't feel comfortable caring for this sick person at your home. You also don't think it's feasible for you to bug out, like just Cam just talked about. That's not an easy scenario to uh, go Nobody through. Nobody wants sleeping in garbage pan. Yes. <laughs> so you're uh, you're basically left with heading to the hospital, rolling the dice to see if you can get care for them, that you're not going to be exposed and become sick yourself or making the trip for no reason and just getting turned away. Yeah. Right? So They may have a triage system. You never could. know. They're they, just like, yeah. you're at this stage. We need to get you in. You got stubbed toe, get out of here. Yeah, and so that it might be good to get there You've early. You've had a pack within two days, you're fine. <laughs> you might be good to get there early to get in line. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't know what it's going to look like, right? Um, you also may have to deal with, like, irate people. Because <laughs> you know how people are. They're, They're irate the all the time. Um, you're going to have to probably deal if with they police. have to wait or stand in line or stand next to someone they don't know, mm. pissed instantly. Pissed. Um, you might even have to deal with agitated healthcare workers. They're not going to be super happy at this point, I assume. No. Um, no. They're not going to be loving it. Some things to consider, too. With the hospital overrun, you might consider not going to the hospital. You might consider, hey, can I get into an urgent care where there vet might clinic. be a doctor? Yeah. <laughs> vet clinic, a family's doctor's. Uh, anywhere there is a doctor, at least you have somebody that has some medical knowledge, That's right? That's true. No, yeah. Go to the damn dentist. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but they're probably going to have like that Armageddon stash of meds underneath. Yeah. Like their, their you know, dentist chair goes, and underneath it, there's like yeah. a big bunker, and they probably have a, a I know personal. you got a fever, but if you took, if this, let's get an x-ray of your teeth. Let's get an x-ray. You haven't had one for six months. Let's get another one. <laughs> um, but you might even go to like the county health offices. They've got doctors there a lot. It's good. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, the dental I, clinic is a good idea because you probably have a private helicopter. And that's, to get what in. that's what I'm saying. Can you fly me there? He probably has his own private you can doctor. Have this, yeah. That you can, on staff. You can have all my stuff. Just fly me over to the hospital. Exactly. Um, anywhere you're going to find a doctor or a nurse that might be hiding with some medical gear. I, or if you have a friend who's a PA, just call him. Yes. That's what I'm going to do yeah. right away. I'm be like, hey, get over here. <laughs> yeah. I'm sick. Figure this out. Yeah. So, 
the pros to this situation, hopefully you get like real professional medical help for your loved one. That's yeah. the whole pro in this thing. If you can get them a bed or a room, you know, their chance for survival is going to be much better than at home throwing Advil at them. You don't right. know what to do, right? Is there a medicine? I don't know. A lot of people argue that way. They're like, no, it's going to be worse and there's more risks there, but... I don't know. There's a lot more stuff there that they can use yeah. versus what you can use. Exactly. Um, if there is medicine that you need beyond the basic OTC stuff, that's where you're going to get it. You're not going to get it at your house. Right. You know what I mean? So those are some of the pros. The cons, um, what if they still don't have much info on the virus? Nobody knows what's going on. Yeah. They don't know how to really treat it. They're trying. For sure. But it's not And there really is, helpful. like, I get... I get these, uh, like, Utah Medicaid, Medicare emails about, like, some crises that are kind of popping up, mm -hmm. like, locally. So, there, there's a good chance they'll have some heads up or mm -hmm. they've heard of this virus starting somewhere unless yeah. it's, a, like, it's ground zero, you know, it started in the The monkey got town. out of the cage, bit the mayor, and now everybody's Here, got it. Yep, yeah. exactly. So, Here. it could be that, and that mm -hmm. that's kind of what we were saying. It is exactly. more like that, mm -hmm. but... You usually get some little heads up on yeah. like some viruses and stuff, so they may, they may have a better chance of addressing it than you would like going to a, a hospital fifty miles away. Sure, exactly. Um, you could be exposed to the virus, which yeah. is bad. Obviously, you're risking your safety. And every other virus every in other town, virus. you're going to get something. You're going to come away with a sexually transmitted disease. <laughs> you are by being sneezed came in on. for a sore throat, lost an eye from yeah. con gonorrhea. I got chlamydia. Don't know how it happened. But here we are. Um, you're, you're risking your safety really heading into the mess of the hospital in a city on lockdown. It's kind of scary. Um, mm -hmm. You're also adding to the bad situation by going down there. You're not making things better for the city as a whole, for people as a whole, because you're just adding to it. So that's kind of a con. You might just end up waiting on the front lawn at, at the hospital and getting zero help. So... That that's a very yeah. big con. Gear needed for this. You got to get a vehicle to get downtown. That's about all you need. You do need your insurance card. And oh, you, you put that too. Yeah, and it's like some patience. No matter what, they're still going to look for a way to get money. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's it. Yeah. So, anyways, that's your Plan C, A, B, C. Um, I don't know, Cam. This one is a tough one. I don't know what the answer is, and it's going to probably. I don't vary. either, man. I just like this one was tough. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what I'd do. I don't. I don't love the bugging out scenario. Just because I don't either. I think that's the hardest one. Going through roadblocks or around roadblocks is a little yeah iffy. But you and, don't I, know. and I yeah. And I thought about this one like in my like like I, Your situation. I, I work in both hospitals, so know, it's yeah. like I probably would have an advantage there. I could mm -hmm. probably flash my badge and be like, "I work over there." Yeah, exactly. I got to get know? over here because we got so them. it's different, but. If mm -hmm. I didn't have that, I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't risk trying to get around police and stuff and, mm -hmm. and taking, you know. I don't know. I don't know either. Because if the, if the, if the quarantine becomes worse. But if you want to do anything, and but getting away from it all is always just something I'd love to do. Yeah. Get away from <laughs> I everybody. Love getting away from it all. <laughs> but that's a crazy one. Let us know what you guys would do uh, in this scenario. But yeah. there's some good stuff to consider and think about. Yeah, this one, prepper. yeah. I thought this one was deep. Yeah. But if I was going to bug out, I would want to make sure like for sure. Oh, it's in my bug out bag for sure. <laughs> that I was hydrated. Um, and I had all the <laughs> electrolytes I needed, right? What are you laughing at? Just thinking about that. <laughs> that isn't even the sick person's pants. <laughs> 
So yeah, <laughs> yeah if you're exactly. bowl, all of your crap in your pants, you're yeah. going to want this element. 100%. If you, if you didn't know, electrolyte deficiency or imbalances, they can cause headaches, cramps, fatigue, weakness. And as people who want to be prepared and ready for anything, the last thing you need is something that will slow you down when you need to be ready this the full most. full on a medical supply, man. <laughs> I know. That's why we at Casual Preppers have teamed up with Element. It is a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing that you don't. It is perfect for bug out bags, EDC kits, med kits, everything. It contains a science-backed electrolyte ratio, 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium. The cool thing is, Casual Preppers listeners get a free Element sample pack when you make any purchase through our exclusive Casual Preppers link that includes one packet of every flavor. Yeah. Mm, Go safe with citrus. Try all the others. You'll Uh, know what you Grapefruit's good, too. Grapefruit. Don't don't sleep on grapefruit. I like watermelon, too. Yeah, I need to get some more watermelon. Uh, My wife was asking about that the other day. It's a good one. Element, send out some watermelon, please. (laughs) Thank you. They offer no questions asked refunds on all orders. You don't even have to send it back. And this can be uh, claimed by first time and returning element customers. You guys, every time you order, you're going to get the free pack, but you got to go through our link. Okay. That's drinklmnt.com slash casual preppers. Get your order and your free sample pack. Uh, drinkelement.com slash so awesome. So awesome. Preppers. It's time for the quick and dirty medical tip. I wonder if they'll make one with a little caffeine powder in it. No, maybe. Everything's got caffeine these days. It does. Put energy on there. Sells like crazy. To be honest, what I really want is an energy, like something that tastes like an energy drink that doesn't have all the caffeine in it. I know that's weird. No, just a little. I'd say like 60 milligrams. But I would just like like to be able to drink it without like getting super jittery sometimes. Because I like the flavors of them. That's true. That Um, is more what I like, the variety of flavors. Yeah. That's why I do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Cause you know, I don't, I don't get anything from the caffeine anymore, really. I do, if it's got two hundred miggies in there, <laughs> that two hundred miggies, I'll feel it at the end. No, my it goes crazy. <laughs> but I, I nurse a drink though. I'll drink uh, a drink like this, like all. Yeah, day I've started doing that now. I nurse well, that baby. Yeah, I've I've had some <laughs> like gone. in my desk. That one's no, gone. no, okay. I got half in there. Okay, um, I just pretty strong, so it looks like it's easy. <laughs> yeah. Um. So this is an old. Uh, medical tip, but I kind of wanted to readdress it. Okay. So cool. There are some supplies that I feel like make wound management and taking care of, you know, cuts and stuff like that um, a lot nicer. Yeah. So, and you can get these on Amazon. So, Adaptic is kind of this mesh that has uh, an ointment in it. It's not a, uh, it's more like Vaseline, but mm-hmm. it's impregnated with that. And so it doesn't stick to the wound. It's really nice to like put over a wound and then you can bandage it all up and you're not going to peel all the scabbing off. <laughs> okay? Okay. Impregnate. I was giving you that look. <laughs> um, oh. So you can get a box of 25 pieces of mm-hmm. Adaptic mm-hmm. for um, 22 bucks on it. That's less than a dollar a piece. That's less than a dollar a piece. Mm. That's good stuff though. I really like okay. it for... Um, Wound, so you're not peeling the scab and all the sure. stuff like that. I like that. Used for a lot of different types. Uh, duoderm is like a second skin. I mean, that was this. I like this stuff. It's a hydrocolloid bandage. It's waterproof. It man, this stuff like will seal a wound like no other for mm-hmm. pressure sores and stuff like that. It's just nice to have that in your kit, so yeah. you kind of have a little bit more than just the crappy band aids. Sure. Um, variety. <laughs> Don't you tap nothing in there. <laughs> Like, you can buy a bag of different sizes of syringes. 
man, they have so many uses. So you can get like 10 cc, 100 cc, yeah. 5 cc, 1 cc. Lots of cc. But there's a lot of uses for those, especially if you have kids and you're dosing medications and you're giving them morphine oh, yeah. and all kinds of good stuff. Sure. Right? Okay. Um, gloves. Yeah. Can't can't have enough gloves. Mm-mm. I change the oil on my car and it runs down my wrist every time. So I'm like, I'm going to wear gloves. Do they make mittens? I wish. <laughs> latex mittens. <laughs> Freaking latex mittens. <laughs> yeah. I don't want my fingers to be separate. I like them to be warm in here, too. Yeah. They need to touch each other. I can feel things better. Yeah. Imagine your surgeon coming in. <laughs> He's got latex mittens on. I got to make a decision right here. <laughs> uh, oh, that'd be awesome. Never thought about that. <laughs> Saves material. I know, yeah. Not as cool to sure. blow. Well, it'd probably blow up even better. Oh, yeah. For the way balloons. better, yeah. Man, that's a for good sure. idea. Yeah. Uh, benzoin tincture. Okay. So it's like a little vial. You crack it and you like will paint it around the wound yeah. and it allows everything to stick way better. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Nice. I think Kobe's allergic. No, you were allergic to the, well, the glue. <laughs> the glue freaking made you swell up. Yeah. Um, Stereo strips. Super awesome. Uh, little paper with string in them. They kind of allow you to pull wounds together. It's nice because, uh, they just stick better in bandage. Yeah. In, com- in combination with that benzoin tincture, they're they're awesome. Nice. I would get some. And then Tegaderm, it's kind of that like, it looks like saran wrap. That's, oh, yeah. It's adhesive. It's when mm-hmm. they like, they wrap it over the IVs and stuff. Mm-hmm. You can buy that stuff. And it makes it kind of nice if you, you know, were to give IV fluids at home. A tart okay. and IV, A you're going to want to have want the it. Tegaderm. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying that loud. <laughs> You're not going to say that out loud? Cam likes little boys. Oh, Kobe typed it in there. Yeah. That's in a I got him. Yeah. But oh, yeah, anyways, uh, that's good. that stuff's all available. Uh, you don't need medical license or anything. It's on Amazon. That's beautiful. So, and yeah, I got I'd get a, some of that. Add yeah. it in there. Um, You know what else I would use in Tack Pack? Because we Heck got the yeah. latest Tack Pack. Um, the first item in the latest Tack Pack is the Amb- Ambi Mag Release. Yeah. One of these two. <laughs> yeah. Then we have the Mission First Tactical Drinkware. That is a cool little... Uh, yeah, it looks like a um, like canteen. A, yeah, it's very cool. I like that. Um, and then we have the Conceal Craft Mag Hammock. Ooh. It's a, a hammock for your mag. Banana hammock for your <laughs> clip. <laughs> clip. <laughs> and then we have the Thompson Target Puck Set. Yep. Then we have the mouse operator sticker. Mouse yes, Mickey Mouse. Oh, I didn't see that. Got a one. gun. Hey, fellas. Yeah. And then we have the uh, uh, Walker's Razor Ear Pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that Keep everything? Keep those ear yeah. holes safe. That's right. There's a lot of stuff in there. <sighs> Dude, I don't what know. What is it, 45? I don't know. It's This is the plus. So I'm oh, not they sure. have a plus box. Yeah, That's I'm not right. sure how much that is. How do they do that? I don't know. Still. But if you guys want to check it out, use our code Casual Peppers. You're going to get a free $70 machine-made part from Basically Next Level Basically get your money Armament. right back. Yep. Anything else, Cameron? No. Hope right. this never happens. I, That's all. Crossing our fingers right now, boys <laughs> yeah. and girls. All right. Thanks, and stay survived.